0: Welcome to Voices of Experience, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, technology strategist and futurist, Crystal Washington. In today's episode, Hidden Speaker Opportunities, Lou Diamond is going to share how you can make money with podcasts, even if you don't have or want one. And then, Ramon Ray is going to share his tactics for crafting a bankable personal brand. Let's get started. On this segment of Voices of Experience, we have Lou Diamond, and Lou Diamond's going to talk to us today about podcasting. Now, I like to introduce our guest with a number, and Lou has an insane number that we're going to use to introduce him, and that is the fact that his podcast, Thrive Loud, receives over 180,000 listens per month. Lou, welcome to Voices of Experience.
1: Crystal, thank you so much for having me today. I am thrilled to be here.
0: One hundred and eighty thousand, Lou.
1: It's kind of amazing. Uh, and for the breakdown of that, we do three episodes of my podcast show, Thrive Loud, each week, and we have fifteen thousand listeners or downloads, whichever way you want to call it, um, every episode. So it, it's kind of crazy that every month we we hit this number, and uh, and in some cases it's higher. Like we've cracked twenty. Um, Mm -hmm. for per one episode once and and it's it's amazing but it isn't all about the downloads but i like to say it's about the engagement and the connecting and i think it's been a fun ride just to see this thing go up but it is pretty crazy every now i I look at it that all these people are actually i'm on their phones or devices or they're listening to me somewhere which is kind of cool
0: so okay now being that you're getting these many listens you have some experience which is why you're here so if you had it to do all over again from the very beginning lou What three action items would you suggest speakers wanting to start a podcast should take to have a solid foundation?
1: No, that's a great question. I'd say you have to recognize, first of all, why you want to have a podcast program. Mm. Sounds really simple, right? You know, a lot of people and you've heard this and a lot of speakers out there would be like, oh, well, I need a podcast or I need to have one. I started a podcast because a podcast was very instrumental and key to the direction of my brand and my business. Mm -hmm. It was also very much in line with the brand of my business. I'm about connecting and thriving. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, I love telling people that I was put on this planet to work with the most amazing companies and leaders and help them thrive through the power of connecting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So So podcasting connects those guests, Mm -hmm. uh, connects my guests, the people that I'm connected to, to the listeners. So it's perfect if you are starting a podcast, ask yourself the question, is it going to be a way that it's on brand with what I do? Is it going to help grow my speaking business? Is it going to help grow my consulting business? Is it going to bring in clients? Those are the things that you would ask why you want to have a podcast first. Mm -hmm. And if you have a clear answer that that's something that you can see as a driver, then you could start moving forward and say, okay, now I want to figure out how to make a successful program and utilize that vision, if you would, to make things drive forward and thrive."
0: Okay, perfect. So the first of the three action items is to know your why. What are your two and uh, what are your second and third action items you'd suggest?
1: So once you've actually predicted, okay, the vision of, hey, hey, why do I want to have the podcast? The next thing you kind of want to do is figure out really what is the format that you want to have for a show. There are a lot of people who can do little blips and blurbs of uh, basically what we'll call it the audio blog, if you would, or just the podcast uh, version of your blog. There's some great writers out there and they actually give their little thought pieces. Some of them are fairly long and they have a, that can talk about a topic or many of them might just have a little dose of reality for a day. And that's a good thought leader piece. And that might be the content that you want to share with your business to show your, brill- your brilliance. Mm-hmm. Other people might do an interview show. That's what my program is. And I do the interview show for a couple of reasons. One is that I like to showcase these amazing guests and thriving individuals that have been on my show. Listeners need to know that Crystal Washington is on Thrive Loud very soon. So uh, yeah, it's we get some really great people on there. And we feature them. And on top of that, We make sure that the message that they have is going to connect with the audience because here's the real big thing. You've picked why you want a podcast, you picked a format, but you got to make sure you're targeting your audience. The third piece, what does your audience want? Is your audience your clients? Is your audience prospective people that might hire you as a speaker Mm -hmm. or is your audience, those that might want to hire you as a consultant, or is it a different general audience that maybe is to a different community that you're involved with? If you go through those three quick steps to start, you're going to have a very laid out game plan that's going to help develop the program that your podcast show will be.
0: So now that you've pretty much laid out a a really great starter program for laying out your podcast, do you mind sharing your two to three favorite podcast tech tools or or those tools that you're kind of obsessed with right now? (laughs) This could be equipment, apps, you name it.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm going to give three key things here. I'm going to go first with the most important platform, which has nothing actually to do with recording of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I use Acuity Scheduling to help organize my life. Mm -hmm. I know Crystal's really well organized and has systems and processes about everything. So for the listeners out there, I will tell you that Acuity not only schedules my guests on the podcast show and coordinates my calendar. I've got my client meetings on there. I even have, if I want to have a quick chat with someone, I'll send them that link. Everything funnels through Acuity and it organizes my life. It also does something really amazing. It connects and sends the proper links and all the communications to the guests that are coming on the the Thrive Loud podcast. Mm -hmm. So it could be the scheduling link that we put that you'll actually record the episode on. It'll also give some tips and tricks. We even put the type of microphone you might want or where you need to be or the environment you need to be in. So Acuity is my number one. Cannot survive without running a podcast show without it. I I probably actually at this point couldn't even run my business without Acuity. Okay, next, tech. I'm gonna go with the actual recording tool itself. I happen to love my blue Yeti mic. Okay. Mostly because uh, if you've ever seen my Blue Yeti mic and the stand that it's on, I get to hang it upside down because it looks really okay. cool. Uh, but it, it's got great quality. It actually does a really good job of consistency of my voice. And it's really, um, it's been very dependable. Um, it's not that expensive for microphones. There's some ones that are way more expensive. Uh, it's, it's fairly priced, but I love it just because it's easy and it looks kind of cool. So yeah. I, that's my, my, my tech piece there. And the last part would be the platform that I actually use to record the podcast themselves. Two of them. I use zoom, which is actually what we're using right now, which I really like because it coordinates with the scheduling, but for sometimes a better recording experience, I'll use something called Zencaster. And I love Zencaster because Zencaster spelled Z E N C A S T R Mm -hmm. is amazing because you can incorporate in sound effects It can literally intertwine into your episode uh, many different guests, but it also records it locally on your browser. Mm -hmm. So, as opposed to remotely, like we're doing right now, you might get that interference that Zoom might have. But Zencaster splits that up and it records it locally and then uploads it and syncs it all together. So, I love that because it sounds like a real clear conversation. So, those are my three.
0: Okay, Lou, you just made me feel great and you don't even know why. So, for those that are listening and who are our normal VOE listeners, when I'm interviewing our fellow speakers, Lou, at the actual conferences, I use Acuity to schedule all of them because yeah. we're looking at 40-plus interviews for some of these. I have a Yeti mic. I'm on one right now. Awesome. And we're doing this on Zoom. So now I know I'm on track to get us to over 180,000. <laughs> okay? We're, we're on our way, NSA. Okay. So question for you, Lou. You have been so generous. This is going to be something that I know you can answer, but it's not something that many other podcasters do, but you do this extremely well. How can speakers without podcasts make money from podcasts?
1: Uh, that's a great question. So I, I love talking about two different things. We talked about, obviously, if you have a podcast show and I use it as a funnel to grow my business. Mm-hmm. It is, that's a way as a podcast host to make money. Mm-hmm. So there are two other ways that you can make money specifically as speakers. And one, I think many of the listeners here have done before, and that is to make money as a guest. And you have to be a great guest. I even have, and maybe we'll provide in the, in the show note links or however you'd like it. I have 10 key steps on what being a great guest is about and how being a guest and using it in a very targeted fashion can actually target your message to get hired for other speaking gigs with the clients who are looking to connect with. So I actually use the guesting experience really strategically. If there's one key tip I want to give to people, and I say this, like here I am right now, we're talking about my podcasting skills on a speaker site. But if I was speaking about my book or my topic or talking about connecting, which is what I speak about, Mm -hmm. I would be on my A game like I would be on stage. And, and a lot of times people go on podcast shows a little bit blasé or maybe a little tired or a little drained. Let's make something clear. We're being recorded right now. And we know that this is going to be out there in perpetuity. It's going to be out forever, this particular lovely episode of Brilliance Between Crystal and Lou. And people get a chance to listen to us and it's out there. This is a way that people are actually listening to say, hey, I've heard Lou Diamond and now I know would I want to engage with him and have him on my show? Would I want to hire him and speak to my company? Mm -hmm. You're being on. So be spectacular when you're a guest as a guest and it will help you improve your speaking. Okay. The last other piece, which I guess is another one, a great way to make money. And this is going to be really funny. You can grow your business by being a podcast listener you want to hear about this, Crystal?
0: Ooh, my interest is peaked right now. I'm listening.
1: So really straightforward. You have a pipeline of target companies that you're trying to work with or an industry you want to speak at. Maybe you are a specific real estate conference speaker. Maybe you work with manufacturing companies or potentially financial services firms, whatever it might be. There are over 70 700,000 podcast shows active and live right now with over 2.8 million episodes, I think is the number, 28 million episodes, actually. We'll check the math on that, Set. I'll find out.
0: (laughs) A lot of episodes.
1: There's a lot of episodes, not all of them are live loud. But here's the best part. Somewhere out there, your target client, a CEO of a company, a leader in a division that you might be working with was probably interviewed on a podcast show. There is no other medium in the world television, radio, even someone's own website where they can market and promote themselves, where you can learn so much about that particular individual that you might be targeting as a client, Mm. what they like, what they sound like, the language they use, the words they use, the thing that's hot and relevant to them now, Mm. something that's really important. This is what a great podcast host would ask. What are the ways that they make money? Something that you could, that Crystal's been asking me here. Mm. If someone listened to that guest, search for them, you'd be able to then decode and then use social media or email to say, hey, I listened to your episode, Lou Diamond, on VOE with Crystal. This was amazing. Um, I'd love to fo- you did a great job on the episode. I'd love to follow up and talk more about this topic. I want to tell you something. People have done this to me about my podcast show, and they've reached out to some of my guests. It at least starts a conversation. It's a great way to use it as a lead gen tool and a way to crack through the door to know your target better by being a great listener.
0: Lou, that was insane. And the fact that (laughs) you're here on VOE and you not only laid out how to have a successful podcast, but even for people that have no interest, desire, it doesn't even make sense for them to start a podcast right now, You even gave them a way to make money from podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on Voices of Experience. And anyone that's listening, we will make Lou's worksheet available at the members only section of NSA. So look for it there. Thanks so much, Lou.
1: Thank you for having me, Crystal.
0: Now that you have the tactics and tools you need to make money from even other people's podcasts, let's shift gears to learn exactly how you can... Hijack your way into sponsorship deals. On this segment of Voices of Experience, we have Ramon Ray, who has published four books, produced 14 live, nationally sponsored events, and has interviewed one sitting president. We have him here talking with us today about banking on your personal brand. Thanks for joining us, Ramon.
2: It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh,
0: man. You know, I had to get my energy up today for you because I I know I watch you. I see what you're doing online. I've seen so many of your videos. And when I knew you were coming today, I was like, oh, my gosh, where's all the coffee? I need all of it. Let's do
2: it. All right.
0: First question. As someone who really does an excellent job of building a bankable personal brand, can you share three elements of what makes up a bankable personal brand?
2: I love the question. I like that you said bankable personal brand because a lot of us, all of us, have personal brands in one way or another, but as you know, that's my specialty, leveraging Ramon uh, to make money, to profit from it. So I think three things, Crystal, are very important. What I've learned over the last few years, I think one, and it may sound like, duh, we know this, Mm -hmm. but I think you have to have some level, whatever that level may be for you, Mm -hmm. of engagement. Uh, You know, we can go on that for hours, but it has to be, I think, my version, in your face, you have to take a stand, something that people can latch on to, and I want some of that, right. you know? So I think that's one. I think the second thing I can think of, it has to be informative. Now, again, that may sound like, remote we know that, but I try, as you know, in, those, in my fan base, right. it's 80%, kind of like the Gary Vee model of just dosing with content, content, much of it free, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. that's a political word, it should <laughs> be free or not, but for me, it works because okay. I find a dose of information right. gets me, as you know, I work with large sponsors. So it gets me that. And I think the third thing Seth Godin kind of taught me this in a way, Mm -hmm. visual identity. Yeah, I do my own video, selfies and stuff like this, Mm -hmm. but I have a great designer. I think she's one of the best in the world. And she... You know, if I'm speaking at an event, I'll put Ramon and all the other speakers below Ramon, you okay. know, <laughs> Ramon and Crystal, you know, or whatever it is. Oh, no, I get the little print. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but meaning that visual identity right, to right. make that strong. Okay. So I think those three things, because on social, we're not talking about that today, but that's another strong point. Mm-hmm. People just see that little icon. Right. People just see that graphic. So I think those three things make it bankable, because online, then people are like, let me see what else he has.
0: You know, it's interesting that you said that because I've noticed even on social media, even when you're speaking at other people's events, you still have the graphics. You still have the branding. You're obviously still producing something in-house that brands yourself in the process.
2: That is correct. That is correct. And like you said, I'm speaking at somebody else's event, but I ethically hijack it. Okay. When I was speaking a social media e- marketing world. go
0: hijacking. Yes. I like that. Okay.
2: Speaking a social media marketing world, I said, Ramon joins... Jay or Gary, are these big
0: stars? <laughs> Wait, so you put
2: them in the little print? Of course, they're I, speakers. I, I, but I, I don't feel bad about the little
0: print now if I'm with Gary V. Exactly. Okay. So here's, here's the next question. Sure. This kind of leads into that. As you're building out your brand assets, your mm-hmm. websites, your books, your marketing materials, even events, what is the key to tying it all together to get business results?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. I think that, so two things. I'll say what's not if I may. Yes. Uh, some people, again, these are political in our circles as it were, but I think some people may say it all has to have one brand identity. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm just not a brain identity guy. I okay. tell my team, I want it pink today, green tomorrow, have me upside down today and vertical. I just like it all different. Okay. But Ramon Reyes, for my fan base first and foremost. Right. But the back end is what we're maniacal on. Segment that artist. Let's say we're talking oh. to Janice is in my funnel. Mm-hmm. I want to know Janice downloaded this. Mm-hmm. I want to know what she did two years ago. I want to know when she burps. I want to know <laughs> that she came to my event. <laughs> that we're doing because people are not ready to buy today. Okay. But I want to be able to serve her needs, if that makes sense. So I think that all the assets, for me, how it looks out here, Mm -hmm. that's just me and it's not so important. Right. But the back end, I want to all tie together.
0: What's fascinating about this for me is because typically what we hear is all your brand things, your, your assets need to look the same, they need to look branded. And it's funny that you mentioned that about you because I've noticed it's not congruent in that way. But it also, in a way, the incongruency makes it congruent because I just play Ramones everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere and everything, peeking out from everywhere. It, it kind of gives you, it's a type of branding to not have that standard correct, brand.
2: Correct. And I'm willing to learn. Again, I would, anybody listening, I'm willing to say that maybe I'm wrong, as it were. I, I'd like mm-hmm. to learn it. But for me over the years, it just works for me. Also, the type of person I am. Right. I'm not the best speller. Okay. If we talk longer, I stubble over my words every now and then. I speak uh-huh. fast. That's that's just me. I try right. to do better. So maybe in my mind, it shifts that thing. Uh-huh. I like the imperfection. Right. You know, it's but it makes that's you just human. me. Yeah.
0: And it makes your brand fun.
2: That's like your, your, yes.
0: your brand is fun. Thank when you. I see your post online, even it could be a hundred percent about business, yes. you just make me giggle. I'm like, this guy is hilarious, and I awesome, love hearing that. And yes. Brilliant. So, last question. Please, can you share two to three ways you leverage your brand for partnerships and sponsorships? Because that is something you do well. Yeah. That many speakers, we have no idea how to get like. And you do big level yeah. sponsorships. We're not talking about getting the the print shop right. down the street <laughs> to make your workbook so that they can put their card on the back of right.
2: Right. I'll give you a live example. Okay. I was talking to Fiverr, the the okay. freelance marketplace, this morning. Yes. You know, as we're taping this, and um, I interviewed them. I gave them the Gift. I interviewed them, I asked nothing for them. Okay. They don't know, of course, in months, I'm gonna hit them up for something that I want. So the summary we'll, of it we'll is. We'll
0: make sure to air this after.
2: <laughs> Please. I try to make friends before I need them. Let me talk, have a relationship, let me give you, let me add value. Right. Let me sweep your floor, right, no problem. Right. Let, me, let me bring you water. Right. Six months, three months, not in a crass way. Right, I get but it. knowing that if I can show myself the big brands, SAP, Salesforce, Microsoft, who are my clients, right. they now are like, yeah, we remember Ramon, that's right, you know Ramon? Mm. It, it's, 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 the question. just a matter of do we have budget or win. It's not like, no, they already know me, like me, and trust me.
0: Okay, because you've been helping this whole time without asking anything in return. You've shown your value.
2: Yes, and I've gotten a little bit of flack like, Ramon, are you giving too much? And again, Mm -hmm. we all are different, right? That's just my style of marketing. Right, right, right. I'm a give, give, give service person.
0: So it sounds like we need to end this on the note that if you want to bank on your brand, mm. one of the best ways to do it is to add value to others first.
2: In a heartbeat.
0: And yes. always make your name big and everyone else's small. Uh, I'm pausing on that. You can't say <laughs> it. I went like this in an <laughs> ethically good he, way, he, in a humble way. He did a thumbs up. I, I, we know what you meant, Ramon. Thank you for joining us on Voices of Experience. Let's hear from one of our sponsors.
1: Let me ask you something. Are you sick of the ebb and flow of revenue in your business? Are you tired of not having a process you can prioritize every day that guarantees results and scalability? What about all of the technology that's not working for you? Speakerflow is the only company geared towards helping speakers achieve predictable revenue by leveraging technology to get organized, get known, and get paid. Whether it's our CRM, consulting, or our mansion retreats, we've got you covered. Stop by speakerflow.com to schedule a free discovery call today.
0: Later this week, many of the top speakers in the nation will descend upon Houston, Texas for our Sales Playbook Winter Conference. If you're kicking yourself right now for missing it, no worries. Laugh Lab is coming up just around the corner, April 17th through 19th in Tempe, Arizona. You want to register today though because the price increases after February 26th. Go to nsaspeaker.org forward slash attend forward slash Laugh Lab 20. Thank you for tuning in to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Catch us on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, and NSA's social media profiles. You do not want to miss next week's episode entitled Serious Business. You'll learn how to build predictable revenue in your speaking business and discover how to get more business after the gig, too. Something tells me I'm going to see you next week.
2: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.